And we're back. We're back it out the shoe. Despite the weather, you can't get rid of us. Out the shoe, it's all about cricket, and cricket specifically in the west of Scotland, the Union. We're in the boardrooms, we're in the dressing rooms, we're in the club rooms of every single club in the Western Union as we dive and delve a little bit deeper, finding out a little bit more about selections, a little bit more about how clubs are performing, a little bit more about the angst, the trivia, the backbiting that goes on in every club in the Western Union. Well, last week was a washout. Every single game in the Union completely washed out, not a ball bowled, and it's still raining. I think it's been raining since flipping Monday, I think. So prospects, I have to say, are not looking too clever for the weekend. So this week's show, we've got Chris Cross Ross. He joined me again. He's becoming pretty much a staple diet for us at Out the Shoe. Great chat with him and Manib Iqbal, uh, formerly of this parish and now currently plying his trade at East Kilbride. Great chat for an hour or so with the two of them. We're going to put that on. Listen, if you watched us on the Facebook Live, I have to apologise because we forgot to put the mic on, which meant for the first five minutes, you couldn't hear anything. Having said that, it probably was the worst of the five minutes of the hour, so you probably weren't missing much. But listen, we're going to put that on. If you're interested in the Facebook side of things, then I will put a Twitter note out there just to say when we're going live again. It will be some point next week. We're sort of lined up, I think, for Tuesday. Hopefully we're going to get some cricket. Hopefully we're going to get some guests on, some winning skippers as well. But join us there, Facebook. It was a closed group. But somebody said I should open it up, so it's now an open group. But it would be great to get more of you involved in that. You can leave comments. If you wanted to come on the show, then just catch me on Twitter or get in touch with me on Facebook. More than happy to have a chat with you. Let's stick the recorder on and let's hear about those gripes and groans about the union or the gripes and groans about your own club more than happy. Let's make it a big old forum to try and improve this great cricket union of ours. So listen, I'm going to stop prattling. Let's listen to myself, Chris Cross Ross and Manib Iqbal. You join him just as he's catching up about fielding. New bodies, a lot of new faces and to gel together usually takes us a couple of games to get into it, yep. to be honest yep. with you. Um, it's a tough league. Um, I think it's going to be uh, a lot of wake-up calls for a lot of, <laughs> a lot of players, um, and hopefully we get into our stride. And so you've now played what three games, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And how have you found? Maybe not you, because you've played at a standard where the standard that you're now playing is probably something that you will have expected. But a lot of the guys that you're playing with, it, it's probably a big step up for them. And and how have they found it? I think uh, the biggest thing that catches everyone is the fielding. I mm. think the right. fielding part is a big catch-up yep. from a lot of the players. Because um, a lot of guys, you've probably noticed, um, they love batting and bowling. Yep. They <laughs> love it. Uh, but when it comes down to fielding, that's <laughs> Not where they struggle. So. <laughs> you know, they kind of take those 10 catches, kind of take those, yeah. uh, you know what I mean? Um, and all we, we know, 
I always say it, I think one of the best fielding sides that you end up having in the league usually end up getting very close to winning it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's a big factor. It always has been. It always will be and all will, always will stay that way. I think, especially with the T20 stuff yeah. nowadays and the T10. Yeah. <laughs> the T10, the fielding's unbelievable. Man, I, so, think, you know, I think, in a way, the fielding thing, it probably covers quite a lot of the things we've spoken about over the last few weeks about momentum and sort of intensity and stuff like that. Yeah. I think you can set such a marker for the game just with how you approach it in the field. Do you know what I mean? It, there's yeah. a simple thing of you cut off 10, 20 runs, but also just... You, you keep the buzz for so much longer if everybody's if people are holding catches, people are cutting things off, people are buzzing about and stopping quick singles. But I think you need to have a fitness. There yep. has to be a level of fitness that mm-hmm. I think maybe comes as a bit of a shock for those who are playing the lower leagues. They suddenly realise by the time they've got to 30 overs and they've been walking in constantly and, and maybe more about the mind and just keeping the mind strong for 50 overs. Because, listen, you drop that catch... And the and 40 overs in, lose the game, you know, it's... No, it's like, that's, what it, that's what it all boils down to. Like, how many times over on a Saturday, if you've seen it now and you're playing for for such a long time, you'll see it yourself, that one guy that you drop that catch that's on 20, scores 100, wins the game. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And these sort of little percentages actually affect where you finish up in the league. Yeah. Sure. You know, so, like, we always talk about cricket being percentages. And yeah. As you get higher in cricket, like from first division, Premier, Warriors, etc., the percentages in fielding become that extra, like, a bit more. And I think with that yeah. jump up in quality of the the difference in standard between, say, the professional players that people get in the Premier League to the first division and stuff like that, exactly. If you put somebody down, the chances are people at this level are going to be able to kick on more so than they are in Division One, and exactly it's that percentage yeah. that you're talking about. It's, see, for me, I was when I was younger, when I was. Uh, we had we used to play against teams that were unbelievable in the field. Yeah. Um, and that was because of the structure that I was involved in. And the structure from a young age, we had uh, also, we had uh, Ian Youngstad, Jim. Yeah. We had yeah. Jim. Yeah. Um, we had like good pros, Jason yeah. Arberger, Corey Richard, all these guys come along, righty. We had good names around us that used to make us um, shows the importance of fielding. I remember spending every training session about at least 40 minutes used to start with fielding, used to finish with fielding. Yeah. You know? Um, and I think that's dying out, uh, to be honest, because a lot of players, they've not got the time nowadays. Mm-hmm. Work, for instance, um, and you're not producing those players. Like, from you, uh, West of Scotland as a club is very lucky. Yeah. I think because of where it's situated, where yeah, it is. No, yeah. I, I completely agree with that. I mean, we've got the pick of the, the various schools um, that play cricket plus we've got um, the various uh, like I said Hillhead uh, Jordan Hill yep. um, we've got a, a great catchment area for that well you've got the university as well it's just such a good feeder now absolutely absolutely and I think uh, to be honest the, the clubs that are struggling um, to find players are the ones that are a bit more further away from the city yep. uh-huh. um, I think they're struggling um, to have a bit more because no one wants to travel. You know, people. When I speak to people and I say, "Okay, why can you come?" He's like, "I'm working on the Friday, working late. Um, can't can't come commit to a training session a week. Um, can't do this, can't do that." And it kind of just it's hard to then bring teams together out there. Yeah. Yep, but yep. when you're actually in city wise, like you look at the couple of clubs that are around here and they're full of players, um, and they do have your two or three training sessions a yep. week, and you can you can tell the difference. Yeah. And so, how many are you getting at training? Or when, when do you train? Yeah, a lot better now, Kazim Sheikh. Yep. Uh, um, 
Kazim Sheikh was uh, he's been pretty pretty hands on with the boys. Uh-huh. Um, I think uh, it's a no slacking kind of way. Yeah. Everyone needs to commit to one session a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's com- it comes down to a point. If you don't train to a point, you don't get selected. Yeah. Yeah. And is that a structured training session? How structured is that? Uh, it, it's you know, it's I always find club as a phase like it's, they need to go through phases yeah, you can't put yeah. everything on them at once yeah. no, <laughs> or they all just go you'll just get pushed back yeah mm-hmm. so I've been there done that it's like one one thing at a time just getting to them getting them together right now and letting them do what they want is big enough uh-huh. you know and mm-hmm. then eventually they'll come into a structure because then you can start saying okay look I think you're lacking a bit here try to do this you're lacking a bit here and try to do what people don't realise is that sometimes when you're batting for about three hours two hours yeah. in the bowling machine if you go on field for like 25 minutes, you actually come back fresher to bat. You yeah, know, it takes yeah. your mind off it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you uh-huh. know what I mean? You can come back and concentrate on something the way you're supposed to. Okay. Um, that's very special, special in batting. You know? So take us back. Um, 16 is still the youngest still, to play. Still there. Still hanging on still, with that. Still, still hanging on with that. You might <laughs> hang on that on for a, a good number of years. The youngest to play, what? 16 for Scotland. For uh-huh. Scotland, yeah. yeah. So... I can't even remember when that was, man. You're, you're talking about well, you Bud must, was there. You must remember. Righty. You must remember your your first cap for God's sake. <laughs> Tell us who you played. What I guessed we've got. It was Leicester. <laughs> it was Leicester. Right. It was Leicester. What, one of the knockout things. Uh, yeah. Right. You mean the fifty over? Okay. Uh, I went down. Uh, did you know you were playing? When did they tell you you were going to get the? Well, the I knock? knew I was playing. I just knew. It. I, oh, I, did I was, you? Yeah. As a kid, I was a cocky little kid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you were? <laughs> I was quiet, but inside myself, when right. it came to cricket, Cold I knew that I was confident enough yeah. to go and play. But uh, that's a big setup. Sixteen. I mean, most of the kids are just playing under 16s rep stuff, um, and then you're you're. It was see that time it was a lot different when we were younger. Uh, you probably mentioned that to you before. That time the setups were a lot different for us. Like we wanted to play cricket and that was it. Yeah. You know, um, and that's the only thing you wanted to play. That's all I wanted to do. So for me, dogging school to go and have a hit instead <laughs> is was brilliant yeah. or going dogging school to go and bowl uh-huh. in the park uh-huh. or something that was for me that was that's what you wanted to do that's what I wanted to do and how early did you know that that's what you wanted to try and do for for your career I think when I was around 14, 15 right. I think it, I went away to New Zealand it was uh, I got selected for the under 19 World Cup um, and we went out to New Zealand it was uh, Kazim Sheikh myself Kutzer um, Kyle was in that Kyle was, he? was in that side Kit Stewart was Robert Moore uh, Big Westy um, it was a pretty Ali Echoes it was, right it was a half decent side half, yeah. very, very good side yeah. um, and we went Stephen Gilmore Stevie, oh, Stevie G Stevie G was there <laughs> as well Stevie G um, and he was like one of Stevie G now going, just cutting that off to, going back Stevie G was one of the guys that I used to look up to yeah. Um, I used to have good words with you. Right. Uh, yeah. It was Stevie, yourself, um, uh, and a bit of righty. Yeah. Um, so these are the players that we actually seen growing up. Yeah, yeah. As kids. Uh-huh. I, I don't think you see that as much now. I think that's maybe gone out of the game as, as such. I. It's still in the East. Yeah. It's more lost here. Uh huh. I think. I wonder why that is. I don't. Well, I, in a in a sort of very odd and almost non-playing cricketing way. I think stuff like oddly like losing having electric scoreboards. So we used to come down all the time and do that. And well, so you, yeah, and, a kid who was doing yeah, and so you then spent the full day watching the game, spending time with the uh-huh. players. 
interacting with and there's less I think you see a lot less young kids around the grounds for first 11 games yeah, now and so yeah. you've got less chance to engage with the players with how the game's played so I think that's part of it uh-huh. yeah, I th- I, to be honest with you, I think the through the West I think the structural and oh, how do I fit this <laughs> I think the talent's gone there yeah to be honest with you I think the players that were kicking about when I was younger that should have been going up mm-hmm. not coming back down and I feel as though it's taken a back step, um, the way we play in cricket. Uh, and I'm, no dig, no, no, no nothing to no, anybody. But I do it's think that there's a smaller pool mm-hmm. yes. of, of talent because I think back in the day, you're looking at, you know, you didn't have your Xbox, your, your, yeah, uh, your uh, web, etc. And, mm. and there was less for kids to do, I guess. Um, but now there's just so many things that if you tell them, See? listen, can you, can you sit down for... <coughs> You know, ninety minutes and, and play cricket. They'll be looking at you as if you're off your head. <laughs> yeah, well, ni- yeah, ninety minutes is such a longer. Do you mean seems so long when you're used to five, ten minute bursts of a game on? Uh, yeah, on absolutely. a PlayStation and stuff. And then exactly, you take that to. Do you want to come and spend the full day playing with a bunch of men who you don't know? Uh-huh. Yeah. That seems such a huge undertaking. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think the T Twenty yeah. is a good catch for kids nowadays. Yep. I think uh, the structural in the w- in the east would be something that we should be looking up to um, to pull through in the West. I don't think there's enough cricket in schools. Um, I think uh, it's not been... I might be wrong here, right? Uh, I might... Uh, but I think there needs to be more cricket in schools. And I think that they do something about that as far as the All-Stars is concerned. Yep. That seems to be every time you stick on Twitter, mm-hmm. you've got All-Stars cricket here going into the primary schools, yep. going into the secondary schools, and that's absolutely fantastic. The more kids that we can get, boys and girls, playing cricket, then the better it is for the sport and the longevity of the sport. And mm-hmm. I helped coach with that a couple of weeks ago here. And the numbers, I mean, I'm not here for junior training that often, but the yeah. numbers that were there, that felt back like what it was like. Do you know what I mean? When I was nine or ten, you had yeah, 20 or 30 yeah. people playing diamond yeah. cricket or whatever it was. Uh-huh. And just doing fun stuff. You're not drilling people to play intense cricket. You're no. just getting them interested and enjoying the game. Yeah, yeah. And that's when you're going to get people then who want to take time off school. And, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Because you need to talk school. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That obviously has changed now. It's, see, when we were obviously growing up, we never had the structure, a big massive structure for us to have education and cricket at the same time. If you wanted yeah. to go full out on something, you went full out. Yeah. You know, so when we, nowadays it's completely different. You know, down south they've got this thing where it's, uh, it's the PCA, Personal Cricket Association, where they actually help you whilst you're playing cricket to have a long distance course, mm-hmm. you know, yep. education wise. And the platform there to do both things nowadays is a lot bigger than yep. what it was back back playing then. Um, I think what the pressure was back then, which is not as much, I think it's still in the East. That's where the cricket is actually where it is. Um, I think in the West, uh, the thing was there were so many good players. You had to be pretty decent yourself to mm-hmm. break through. To just yep. to play club cricket, first team cricket, like Johnny. Like, yeah, yeah. No, our first team point. at that point was unbelievable. Well, there's, well, there's one stat apparently. Um, Alan Mills, who's a, a great doyen of West of Scotland, said there was one game that he watched, and every single one of the eleven had played for Scotland mm-hmm. at some representative level. Brilliant. Yep. So I mean, it was a, a fantastic standard. Yeah. Um, and it is, you know what. I've come back after 13 years just to see what the standard's like. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, as I said to everybody who listened to me, the standard at the top end is astonishing. 
-hmm. think if you take that team that played against Afghanistan or Sri Lanka and put them against, say, the team that played in the World Cup against Australia, they'd absolutely tan their hides. They'd absolutely murder them. Our first team right now, the Scotland first team, is at a different place. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, big time. I think from where we were trying to get to ever in our life, I think this is where we were. This is where we want to be. This is how we want to progress. Yep. yep. And this is the way, see, uh, we always talk about it's a brand. This mm -hmm. is the brand of cricket we're playing. Mm -hmm. <coughs> and as you'll see, that will just, as your top team is performing the way it is now, like, think about it. I'm, I'm sitting here, or if, if a kid's sitting here, he wants to be like maybe a Kyle Kutz or George mm -hmm. Munsey, you know, Callum McLeod, yeah. or Richard Barrington. Well, they're, they're playing a brand of cricket that kids would like to actually pick up a bat and say, you know what, I want to be. Like one of my boys, yeah. man, one of these, one of my own Scottish-born uh -huh. you know what I mean um, great great talent yeah and I, I can't so. really think that they were ever going to say that about Philpy <laughs> <laughs> I want to play like Philpy <laughs> I wonder so see somebody, but somebody who's been at that standard yeah. what do you think is driving that <coughs> increased quality at the top end of the game uh, to be honest I guess a great, it's a great question great question to be honest with you. <laughs> I think you have it's a number of things needs to be going for you, right? Mm -hmm. You know, um, at, that, at the same time, making it simple for yourself and your own mind. Yep. You know, um, I think that's a it's a key. The key thing is is what you do, is mm -hmm. what you are as a player. Yep. What do you bring to the table? Not what someone else does or someone else wants you to play. It's about what you are good at. Yep. It's how you and then you try to develop your own way. So, do you think there's more? Do you think players are given more freedom to do that now than they would have been? When you were coming through, maybe. Oh yes. Yeah. Big time. I think, and I think it's just not that. I think it's a lot of the self belief nowadays. Yep. I think that's gone through the roofs. You can't play these shots or these bowlers or without having a self belief. Yeah. Listen, I can. This is my game. I'm here to. I'm yep. here to play. You know, and and that's the way. Do you think they've first worked on that self belief? Because you can't just wake up one morning and say, "Listen." I'm the best uh, thing see, that's, since whatever. that's going again. That's a number of things again. You know, like it's a deep, that is a deep conversation once again. That, what I mean by that is that they were working towards it always. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think now the difference is that they've had the right people maybe around them to mm -hmm. give them the freedom to do so. Uh huh. You yeah. know, without feeling it a pressure. And by that, do you mean the coaching, the current coaching staff, or the coaching staff? That coaching they, staff, had? people in charge, in front of the scenes, behind the scenes, and everything. It's not. I think it's more simpler. You know, like, uh, what I mean by simple is that go and play your game. Mm -hmm. right. Go and express yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Get out there. Don't worry about getting out. Don't worry about your forward defence. <laughs> get out there and uh -huh, play. Uh -huh. You know, uh, play the way you want to play. If you want to go there, hit the first ball for six, you go ahead and do that. You know what I mean? But back yourself. 100%, whatever you're going to do, yeah. you back yourself but to there, do There it. is that freedom, and that's when you're starting to then talk about what's between your two ears, yep. um, confidence, etc. And I always feel that if you've taken time off from the game, it's a bit like golf. If you take time off from golf or time off from cricket and you don't worry about your high right elbow or, or your, your right hand, elbow mm -hmm. being tucked into, yes. into your shoulder, etc., and then you just come back after, say, a year off and you just go and ask to go and play, you'll play with a freedom yeah. mm -hmm. that you'll probably play better than sometimes when there's so much stuff going on in your head that you're thinking, oh, I can't do that, I can't do this, and then you're thinking about what you did the week before and then the, the, the following week. I, I think it's a, a lot of it's to do with trying to clutter and clear your cluttered mind. And, and I think if you can do that... A lot of that has to, be, has to be structural, though, doesn't it? And like you say, the people that are around us, 
around the scene because if you think of I think if you compare that to great sports teams in do you know I mean Man United under Alex Ferguson when Beckham and Giggs and stuff were coming through that's the stuff they all talk about about being put in an environment where you're con- you're given the self-belief and the confidence to go and play your game and to take the take the world on and know that you can beat them I think see the boys the, when you actually see them play right now they're gelling together so well as mm-hmm. well it's like everyone's got the same direction yep. Yep. you know what I mean you've not got anybody there that's sitting there that's got different direction everyone's got the same direction mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you're coaching all the way through to your captain all the way through the players so when you actually sit down and watch it that's what that's what you see in other teams you, you're talking about Australia yeah. your England stuff like that and when, when I'm sitting down when I look at our batting lineup right now <laughs> our bowling does pretty decent to be honest, yeah. with the way we pulled Sri Lanka back the other day, yeah, is, yeah, uh, yeah. our bowling is always. But see the way our batting's clicking right now. Like, I'd back them against any team right now. You know what I mean? I had my money on them, um, and I think the boys have actually worked hard to. They've, they've worked hard for a direction as well. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by working hard is like, I think the way they play, the way their cricket is now, the way their net, the way they structure the way they what they talk about behind the scenes about what teams they're going up against and what they want to do against a certain bowler, certain batsman, certain um you know, I think it's all pretty much down to the T. I think it's everyone's on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, we talk about the right things now. We talk about how to get a certain player out, how to um, how to be one that one step ahead. I think we're proactive in what we do mm-hmm. when we're playing mm-hmm. as well. It doesn't take us time to adjust anymore either. And do you think you can bring that knowledge to club cricket? I mean, are you talking about... I, I, I don't think... I think Youngie has us down and, and, and in a, uh, a team chat to say, listen, we need to bowl at so-and-so like this, or maybe five minutes before the, the start. What are you doing? Anything with the guys at, at East Kilbride? Uh, no, you have the problem is we have your one or two guys that will watch out for it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'll be watching some YouTube video that are on, and uh-huh. you know, and so a couple of other boys will watch it, and then you set up who's doing well, who's been doing well in the yeah, past week, yeah, yeah. who's done well in the last game. You know what I mean? Who's who's been going for a lot of runs, and you know, who's and you'll try confidence. and target that because there's you a lot of information out there. I mean, the WDCU, the website there, it's a cracking website yep. and you can pick absolutely anything and everything up that from bowling stats to batting stats mm-hmm. you've now got well Pollock are doing a uh, YouTube West do oh, a yes, YouTube yep. um, Adi Adi I think Adi do, do one something so there's, a, there's a lot of stuff out but there but even the, the you've got you've got the live Twitter updates throughout the day which yeah. means do you, I mean you, you're kind of getting a, you get a sense of how quickly people are batting and whether they're changing games and stuff like uh-huh, that which you uh-huh. You don't maybe get from just a scorecard. No, no. I think the way people training as well, uh, you know, uh, at over Scotland, obviously the level, the way people are training there, um, and the, what they're specifically training towards, um, I think is quite to the point about mm-hmm. what they want to achieve at the training session. Yeah. So I yep. think the knowledge and how to train, what we're training for, I think that's gone up quite quite heavily as well. Okay. Um, I, I don't think I think it just looks like these guys they just know what they're doing. If you yeah. Know what I mean? When yeah. they come into the pitch, they come into the bat, they know what they're doing. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And that just doesn't come to you. You've got to train for that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? As long as you know you've done your homework. And that eats away into the oppo as well. If yeah. the oppo see you as an opposition and see well Chings, they actually know what they're doing, they've got plans in place, then your mindset shifts slightly mm-hmm. and gives them more respect. Whereas in the past, 
when Scotland teams turned up and played against international sides, it was always a case it didn't matter what happened with the, the toss. Scotland were always going to bowl yeah. because and the game would be over in, in yeah. you know, an hour and a half. But nowadays, I think it's very much Scotland are... I think they're respected and yep. undoubtedly respected amongst every of the teams. Christ, they beat England last year, so yep. and that's a serious, serious yeah, England side. That's a, it was, it was, it was an unbelievable thing. As we go again, it's all about self-belief. It's about getting out there. Well, some of the, well, some of the ways at. the England superstars just capitulated as soon as they could put under any pressure. More than Ali popping it straight. See, when I was growing up, you watch international cricket because our team wasn't our Scotland team growing up. This being realistic, there wasn't to that level. Mm-hmm. So you used to have to watch other countries, other players, and other uh, people to actually okay. I want to be like him, or I want to reach this, or I want to reach that. Um, now these guys, they've actually went. You know what? Forget this. We're going to be the ones that are going to drive the seat now. Yeah. So if you're going to come up, Australia, England, anyone that's going to come up and play against us. You're going to make sure you <laughs> you're going to have a bit of a a hard time. Yeah. There's not going to be nothing's coming easy to you. Yeah. And I think it's now you get out there to win every game. Oh, you can great. tell that with body body language. Yeah. Yep. No, for now, sure. If you went back ten years ago and checked the body language to the players they are today, and I'm no disrespect to the previous players, mm-hmm. none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that I'm, even if those players were playing in these this era. They'd be pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah, that this era is different. Yeah, I no, think, fair point, fair and you know there's I mean? something so about the even the body language, but the brand of cricket as well. Because in a sense, with the batting, particularly, it's difficult for us to bowl. We've got good bowling attack, but it's difficult for us to have to bowl in a similar manner to England because we don't tend to produce Nick Millen our fast bowlers and stuff. No. Yeah. But with the batting, we go out and play in a very similar style to yeah, it yeah, and take sure. yeah. take opposition on. But I think bowling-wise, I think we've came on quite a bit. As yeah, well. absolutely. No, absolutely. That is just. Now look at the bowling attacks. Oh, sorry. But no, no. The bowling attacks we've had. Right. I played. I played in the team where you had Azim Butt. Yep. Um, you had what's his name? Dougie Brown. Yep. Hamilton. Um, you had Blaine. You had Wrighty used to bowl. Yeah. Um, These guys were all. There, thereabouts. There, thereabouts. Maggie was there up. as well. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Uh, you had good. Um, who else? Rhino used to come and throw a few offies as well, which I can see this. <laughs> um, but you know, we had we've had to add some from from there to where we are now. If a bowling set, if you look at Evans uh, wheels, uh, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, you've got Tom Sol, Lee Skay, you've got uh, well, the Barrington uh, that bowls his yeah. barrel bowls as well, and yeah. uh, what's the name? And they've got into slower balls. Uh, uh, what's the off uh, the left arm? He's done so well for Scotland. What? Yeah. Yeah. Derby. Yeah. Derby. He's done so well for Scotland as well as a. a, Because don't forget, we had a huge gap when Majid left. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (coughs) That gap was big, and I think, uh, um, I think Watts came in and produced. Mm -hmm. To be honest with you, I think he's produced. He's uh, he's performed uh, at the highest level. I think he's been there. He's not been afraid of it. He's not been scared of it. He's actually went out there and took it on his chest and said, "Let's let's do this." Yeah. And I think that's what Majid always had, as well as a player. Yeah. He always wanted to go up against. But I think the new generation with this what, it's, it's perfect. It fits in everyone. You see the other spinners of ball around him. Mm-hmm. You, you, when he comes on, he, he comes on. Usually, when you want to break a break a partnership, the boys there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So Majid uh, hack applied his trade down at Fergus Lee and of course you've got them on Saturday yes uh, I think you boys are at Torrance are you yes, home, you're, you're at home you're at home yeah <laughs> I'll try my best <laughs> so Fergus Lee let's have a chat about them what are your thoughts on Fergus Lee obviously lost 
to here's gone down to Sunderland. Um, English has, has gone down south as well. English has it, gone It's there. difficult really to say, I think, at the moment, with only three games gone, I know that we're, we're in week five now, um, but I don't think they've really been tested. I don't think no one's really been tested mm-hmm. yet. Uh, I think there's a few scores out there, but give it a few more game weeks, yeah. I reckon we'll have a few more results. So um, how do you think you'll go against Fergus Lee? Uh, no sitting on the fence now. <laughs> to be honest with you, whoever I go up, whoever we go up against, we want to win. We yeah. don't care about nothing yeah. else, who they are, mm-hmm. maybe we're playing. And I think the league yeah, is... Udding- Uddingston, which I personally think Uddingston's up there with mm-hmm. the favourites of winning it with yep. the team that they, they, they have. But I tell you, like, no fear on Saturday at all. We were, we were gunning to play against them. Yep, yep. Uh, we've got them tomorrow in the T20. Okay. So I'm gunning to play that. Yeah. So no, the the one of the ethos that we changed uh, in East Kilbride, I think one of the biggest things there was no fear and get out there and play. Mm-hmm. You know, um, don't care who it well, is. Well, you've got no fear is. at the top of the top, top of the attack. Yeah. You know, he, he hits <laughs> a mean ball. <laughs> Your favourite man. <laughs> we're just going to get him going here. <laughs> He just and he's always played like that from yes. and how many years how many seasons has he done at EK two, two. His second so, season. Second so his season. first season when he came up I was captain that year um, and he came up and he was batting seven I had him batting seven and he came up to me himself he goes I should be opening did he? <laughs> <laughs> after the first game he goes I should be opening so he batted seven he batted right. seven because okay. I just thought I never, I never knew the team. There were so many new players. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and he goes, "I want to bat. For, I, want to, I should be opening. I should, you know, I'd smash them." That's what he <laughs> and what did saying. you think? Oh God, here's how he is, and he's coming in. He just <laughs> no, I just thought, you know what? I'd back him. I just yeah. think, okay, if that's what you feel. See, it's different. You know, like when someone comes up and says it to you, yeah, you enjoy that passion. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what? Let's yeah. see what you've got. Give him a go. Give him a go. Why not? Um, so he came up in the first game. He just, uh, he just went bananas, man. <laughs> he just started hitting. I think he scored about and 40. Clean hitting. Clean, straight. He's not, I'm telling you, he's not a slogger. No. He hits straight. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, he hits straight um, mid, all the way from anywhere from mid wicket to extra cover. The, the guy's got you covered. Mm-hmm. Well, was he not slapping Gav over over point? And oh, well, just Gav ran in <laughs> from the bottom end. <laughs> 100 yeah. miles an hour and he just kept he, he got a sore neck because he kept having to look right as the ball getting <laughs> he, This boy is a bowling machine killer. Yeah. This guy bats. Does he just sit on the machine? Oh my just... god! Four hours, five hours. You can get him standing there from nine in the morning till Does five. He? He'll do. He it. loves it. Loves it. And I'm I'm not talking about easy sessions, like him just standing there hitting half volleys. Yeah. No, you're talking about bouncers, well, he, eighty right. miles per hour. He wants to. Uh, but it, oh, he loves it. He's got but he's got his music on usually oh, as well, and he's going at it. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> well, so who have you targeted at Fergus Lee as a maybe a weak linker of you? Not to be honest, I've not really looked into um, the new side just as yet. I think we're going to sit down tomorrow yep. um, and have a bit more of a discussion once we're all. And what and we Kazim. do, you do that in a team environment, or we? No, just you and, and, yeah, and Kazim have a chat with Kazim, Kazim's very knowledgeable in these things. Yeah, uh, I think he, he keeps an eye out for a lot of. So uh-huh. It's a good combination to have. Yes. Um, he keeps an eye out for a lot of the players as well, um, and he just kind of lets it out, and we kind of just feed off each other. And then look at some putting uh, some plans together some between plans the two together yeah. and stuff. Right. But as I said, um, going back into like where we try to set this all up from, uh, Johnny is as we need we need a bit more roots. To be honest with you, back again from where we used to be. Yeah. Okay. Um, the roots needs to come because I want to be able to compete. Um, against an east side mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. to that level 
um, and produce players. That's what they were. That's what I think the East is going. I think I feel as though the East is cricket is over here right now, and we're still playing a lot of catch yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and I think once they get this side coming up as well, they're going to have players to choose from. Well, and I think that's what the biggest battle is. Hinchy got me on this is the rival the show rival podcast. <laughs> I've not listened to it yet. It won't be as good as ours. No, of course. <laughs> well, it doesn't um, have me on so it. But <laughs> 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 so he had me up on the banking there, and uh, my view with the East side and. Because back in the day, maybe five, ten years ago, there wasn't that big a difference, I don't mm-hmm. think, between the East and the West. But ten years ago, they never had their junior cricket sorted out. You know, mm-hmm. that year that I went and played at Grange, I was astonished that they had no kids set up at all. They didn't mm-hmm. have a 14s, a 16s and an 18s. And then they suddenly... Because what they did was that they relied upon all of the private schools. Yep. They'll just deal with junior cricket. We're not too bothered with that. And if they're interested in senior cricket, they'll migrate at some yep. point during just come their, in fifth year or sixth year and we'll gobble them all up. But now what they've decided to do is every single club has grasped the nettle and they're now going into these schools and they're saying, listen, come down, we've got a 12s, a 14s, a 16s or whatever, and they're giving them coaching. So they've got a huge amount of talent, Mm -hmm. a huge pool of talent that they can choose from. And I just don't think we've got that in the West. Nope. And I don't know whether or not we'll ever have that. I think we can always try to... If you do the... I know it's easier said than done. um, But I think we need to somehow copy the East Side the way they went out at first. um, Went to these schools because it wasn't always there. No. They had to start from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the kind of start we need down here. Mm-hmm. I think we need to get into these schools, speak to them. We need pe- good personals, like something, someone from Scotland or some other guys making appearances and getting it big there. Yeah, you know, speaking yeah. to folk and try to get that involved a lot more. And look, every uh, you, you look at all these clubs. Most of these clubs are associated to a good few schools. Mm-hmm. They have got a good few schools around yeah. them, but. Most of the schools don't even know there's a cricket club there. No, that's true. You know, so but they know where the football club is. Yeah. They know where all the other stuff is, yeah. but they don't know where the cricket. And I think that's the big thing. Yeah, I think in Glasgow as well, you've obviously you've got. We spoke about this, I think, after you were on the podcast the other week. But you've got a very different makeup of the school system, don't you? In Edinburgh, you've got a much greater density of private schools. Somebody said sixty percent of kids that go to school in Edinburgh are private school, privately educated. Yeah. And Astonishing so, so in, in Glasgow. In yeah. Glasgow, it's a, it, you're, I mean, you're dealing with an entirely different makeup, and mm-hmm. the way you're going to get greatly Im- increased participation, and that's not to not to mean that we should get rid of links with private schools, but you need to get into state oh, schools, sure. and you need to go in and do it. And I mean, yeah. I know that people are doing it, but it's just exactly fostering the the link between the schools and the clubs, and getting people down to the point where cricket is seen as a sport that they. That, that they take on but that alongside would, football. But that then yeah. needs See. people within the clubs who are prepared to do that yep. and also requires the WDCU to, to foster that. And I'm yep. sure they're doing that, as I say, that you know, a heart back to the All-Stars thing. And, and that seems to be going great. Absolutely. But it's just trying to get them enthused by cricket and then once you've got them through to the clubs, the clubs have to make sure that everything's organised. Yep. See that's where that's where we struggle because uh, the problem is is that as we talk about the I don't know what it was like back uh, when we were growing up but I can remember we were never short of money most clubs weren't short of money because you always had one guy I don't know if that would be a good thing to do now is having one person for each club almost getting out there to advertise and bring money in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we don't do that enough as clubs 
I think as club we more spend money on a pro, an amateur, spend money on just a cricket side. Yeah. I think we forget if we get our background side right and actually employ someone that will actually bring money in. I think they need can achieve all well, these that's, things. That's Maybe. a long term. That's a that's medium a, to long term view that a well, lot of clubs aren't prepared to take. No, and I mean it's something that we are we are trying to do. We I mean we've set up, but it's not a paid position. We've got a sort of committee of players that take it on, which I'm involved in. But it's also I mean people have only got so much time round about jobs and exactly it's being able it's to. It's not easy. No, and it's like you say it's no a medium easy. to long term goal. But I think that's probably where we need to think as well in terms of even if you think of the growth how quick. It's taken East a long time to get to the point there. It's taken Cricket Scotland to get a long time to the point there. It's not going to change overnight, but it's about putting in place the the systems or whatever it is to try and bring in income, whether that's through sponsorship, whether it's through advertising, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I think if you want to move forward and you want to get into these players, you need to like kind of somehow get the money in so you can put memberships down and put other things down. To invite more people in, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I so think there's no barrier to entry. Is really yeah, saying. you know, like if you're thinking about uh, some of these clubs charge three hundred pounds, two hundred fifty to three hundred pounds for a season, and then you need to pay ten pounds. Right, I know this is me going and nitty gritty now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you, I'm going to pay now ten pounds every fifteen pounds every every game or every match. You're paying ten pounds. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of money for yeah. some folk, you know, yeah, for sure. to come and play some cricket. So. Whatever way you can somehow manage a way to bring that down. Uh-huh. Um, again, I said, I know it's easier said than done, but if, the, if you can get into a programme where long-term things of people starting, clubs start to bring that down to get more folk in, it's always going to be a benefit. Like, for instance, if a club's struggling to get out a team, but he's still charging £300 per year... Well, that's maybe saying, well, hold on here, is that maybe a little bit too expensive yeah. because we can't attract any flipping players? Absolutely, there you absolutely. Go. So you need to have now a person there now in charge of finances that is actually their employee to yep. be able to advise. Yeah, yeah. Because um, it is a business. You, if you, it is a business. You can, <laughs> it's a sort of a business, isn't it? When yeah. you sit down. Mm-hmm. If you put a business mind to it, um, you can well, achieve listen, a lot. Every, every, well, listen, I would assume that every club has got a bank loan. I know we've got one here. <laughs> that ultimately, if the bar doesn't perform, that's our only income generating, uh, mm-hmm. as well as a few other bits and pieces. But ultimately, if the bar doesn't perform, then, you know, yeah, yeah, they, they want the money. Well, that's it. And I mean, cricket is also, it's an expensive game to play. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, and there's a lot of work that goes into preparing the grounds, keeping clubhouses open and stuff sure. like that. And exactly you need to find a way that doesn't put all the onus of that on simply on the people playing the game because you're, you're also ne- you're never going to have the numbers of players yeah, to sustain uh, it purely because we're in a transition trying to produce you know so mm-hmm. we need to look at the long term of what we're trying to achieve yeah. as as a whole scotland uh-huh. what we try to achieve um, and then it comes down to your different cities and stuff and what sure, we try to achieve sure. as long as you're as we said as long as the goals kind of is leading to the same direction yeah. of playing mm-hmm. playing for scotland chris your thoughts on um East Kilbride Fergus Lee well, up. I think we've spoken quite a lot about Fergus Lee they're, they're, they're basically the team at the moment I'm most interested in I think in the league mm-hmm. in terms of finding out where they are at because obviously they were so good last mm. se- or yeah, last season yep. but like we say they've lost those couple of players they've had a couple of tight games and I'm just really interested to see where they actually are Do you know I mean? I'm kind of on one hand waiting for a really big performance from them yep. but on the other hand I wouldn't be surprised if they're not at the level they were at this year. And I thought Pollock was going to be a really good marker of that 
last weekend. Yeah. I think again, basically every week until I see something is going to be a big marker of where it's they're just at. A shame because they had some great games that were on the cards there for last yeah. week. We had West against Addington, which would have sort no, of put Prestwick. a marker down. West against Prestwick would have put a marker down for one of those clubs yep. as to you know where they actually stood. But it just seems to me that it's almost as if nobody's re- I know they've only played three games but there's nobody really that you're thinking shit I hope we don't have to play them well, next week it's not got to the point that it was last year with Fergus Lee where by th- even by this point of the season it was like right they've it's theirs to lose yeah. because they were they were battering teams from the start of the season because they were they had runs from one to six and yeah. they had a really strong bowling attack and I think because particularly nobody's taken any game by the scruff of the net really with the bat uh-huh. yet so and I mean, so I mean that across the whole league, not just. For so we've we'll, we'll got four rounds to go. Okay, four rounds to go until we then do the reverse fixtures. Yep. And you want to see some of the fixtures that are coming up, right? So let's say Clydesdale. Clydesdale have got West this week. Then they've got Prestwick. They've got Drumps and then Uddy. Yep. Clydesdale got a hundred percent record. Then Uddy have got Greenock, West, Prestwick, Clydesdale. Then Prestwick have got Drumps, Clydesdale, Uddingston, Fergus Lee, and West have got Clydesdale, Uddingston, Fergus Lee, Stirling. Do you see in, in nine weeks' time when we're reading these results out, the last game of the season, Clydesdale could ruin it for Uddingston mm-hmm. and West have to go to Stirling and then Prestwick have to go to Fergus Lee. You could come to the end of that last game of the season and you could have a prime from one from four. Yep. Could win it. Absolutely. Yeah. One from four. I mean, it's going to be so, so exciting. I just wish the bloody weather would have <laughs> Who's your team to win this year? So I said last week, I've got... I think it's a three-horse race at the moment between, between. West, Uddingston and Prestwick. I, I'm going with Uddy because I think Uddy have got... Now, Uddy have got the playing staff, OK? We know what, the, what they've recruited. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's a mentality issue there that they've been a bit like Fergus Lee, the bridesmaid scenario. And it maybe takes you a couple of seasons to get right up close mm-hmm. but not do it. And then, and then do it. Very rarely do you take it from being mid-table right through and smash it. You've got to have a couple of seasons where you're you're close, close, and then you do something. And that's where I think if it comes down to being a tight, a tight season in Fergus Lee or in and out, in and around it, then they've got well, a really good shot because yeah. it'll be a tight unit. Whoever wins it will be a tight unit. Yeah. Who's your pick, Manib? Mines. Yep. Mines is Adi and West, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Why do you think West? The big boy here, <laughs> big you daddy. Think he'll really do something for them. I just lifts team spirits. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I lift the team as a whole, and I think what West are doing at the moment, um, the way they're trying to go with their cricket, um, is in the right direction. I think uh, Young and being Young is in charge. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think well, Young, Young is. <laughs> it's me really. <laughs> Youngie being in charge, I think he's got a great head on him. He's played yeah. a bit, played quite a bit. They went down in MCC, been in all sorts of yeah, yeah, all, yeah. all kidded, all kidded. I tell you what, he's, he's, hitting a, he's hitting a good ball at the moment. Yeah, yeah. he just he needs to do it on a Saturday. Yeah, he's, oh, he's always hit a good ball. See, for me, man, he's his connection with the ball is brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just him kicking on. And I tell you what, for a fat lad back in the day, <laughs> he, he was a good fielder. He's a gun fielder. Yeah, he's a, He's up there. I'm to, in Scotland. Yeah. Oh, if he kept. Oh my God, the boy can field. Yeah. He's always but been a good fielder. Now he's taking what? What is it? A store and a half or something off. At it's least I think two electric, from the electric. end of last season. So when you talk about fielding, who who stands up in your mind for Scotland? Who's a good fielder? 
I really haven't kept tabs on the on the Scotland side. Again, of it, so I could similarly to Johnny. Who would for me, Beryl? Uh, yeah, he the best in the, t- the country. Uh, country, I reckon I he's best in the associate. Yeah, yeah. Oh, one of the and best. what what makes you say that? The guys, he works hard on his field. Yeah, the boy. He works very hard on his fielding. Yeah. Um, he's always there, taking catches before, at the, in the middle, at the end. Yeah. Um, and he's another boy, his games came work from, ethic. oh, his worth ethics. He's, I think played, he's played for years. He has played for years, but I think his maturity years, you, you, let's talk about too, his teenage as a cricketer yeah, and yeah. as his maturity years. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think his maturity years have been the past maybe four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, five years maybe. Uh-huh. Um, I think that's when he's hit proper maturity. Has he changed his game at all, do you think? Uh, as he's matured yes I think uh, the way he he plays I think he backs himself even more now to what he did before his belief on himself maybe has changed as well Mm -hmm. Um, he's always been a free flowing player you'll always notice that when he has been out and done well for Scotland he's he's, he hits the ball in weird areas you know because he's got such strong wrists yeah yeah. you know he hits those extra cover behind over it's the same with Cloudy Mm-hmm. Clouded by playing uh, by playing hockey, and he's brought hockey into cricket. He's a hockey, but like, you're right. Okay. And he's brought hockey into cricket. Now that sweep mm-hmm. that he plays, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's unbelievable. We well, see it. In he plays as a normal drive. And Munsey as well. Munsey's just, just amazing. Munsey's in that. He, he's in that different. But wait, now this came from Kutzer the way he plays as well. Right. You know the way that cat our captain the way he plays uh-huh. his cricket uh-huh. um, is out there and. He doesn't. He backs himself. Yeah, in what he, he the way he's, and he always had, when he scored that one fifty, when he scored the one fifty against Bangladesh. That if you ever want to go and see something as an innings and someone someone that scored something big for Scotland, but oof, yeah, he went crazy. That one forty cloudy um, against England. Against yeah. England, you know, um, astonishing. It is, and as I said, it's changed. We'll I keep th- moving on, shall we? Drums against Presswick. Oh. Uh, Presswick. Presswick. What are your thoughts, Presswick? Yes, I think. Trump's no struggling for runs. I'm not going up against them yet no. this year, but uh, I think Presswick gel together better as a team. I think yeah. uh, Graham McLaren possibly still out with a groin injury. Groin injury yes. seeing, so so, it, so that's a loss trouble. for them. That's a big loss because uh-huh. he's got he's got a good cricket brain there. Yeah, isn't he? so yeah. Um, that's a shame. Uh, but. I think they're the type me. of attack that they've got a lot of variations at, at, uh, at Rampelli, uh-huh. Um that I think that if they could put a lot of sides under, under a, quite a, lot, a of lot of pressure, I think that happened a fortnight ago against West. I think yeah, yeah, West yeah. were under pressure one three three, but they just didn't seem to be able Have to, quite enough to, to kick to on and uh, and be competitive against one three three. I think uh, Presswick, because they won the league, what was it, two years ago? Yeah. Uh, they've won the league two years ago. They've still got a bit more of that belief kicking around. Yeah, yeah. and uh, right now that they can still win. You know what I mean? So. And I think of all the batting sides, Prestwick have shown some metal. Yep. They've had uh, Fraser McDonald got a hundred. Yeah. Uh, Mitchell Rowe well. got, got a sixty odd. Mm-hmm. Um, there was somebody else got a seventy uh, in that. Uh, Fizer, yeah. Was it Fizer, you Probably yeah. noticed that in cricket, in, in cricket in the West right now, as long as you've got that one or two. Pe- 
two people that are scoring runs for you, mm-hmm. you've got a real chance. You've got a real chance. Every game. Well, everybody can bat round them. Yeah, yes. that's but well. A seventy at the moment. What two hundred? If you hit two hundred, you think you've you you think you've, we've got a very very good chance in this game. And to get two hundred, you need exactly seventy from one person well, and a thirty round about them, and then everybody else just just chips away. Yeah, yeah, almost plays like a T twenty and, yeah. and and whacks away. Um, I think uh, the mentality of the cricket in the West is a lot better than what it was two years ago, three years ago. Especially in our clubs, I think as well. Look at the clubs that have came up now. Right. Um, I think the the direction that they're taking and and it's all coming from the top once mm-hmm, again. Mm-hmm. It's all coming from the top from Scotland, and it's all hopefully you see it by another few years. It will be changing. It'll be heading in the right direction. Good. <clears throat> but yeah, I see Prestwick retaining a hundred percent record in that. And I think obviously we spoke to Mitchell last week about why he's not bowling and, and if they can retain their 100% record and then get him back into the bowling attack well, then that puts him in a great position looking at their coming fixtures they've got Trumps and then they've got Clydesdale and then the biggie for them is Uddingston yep. in, in three weeks time and is that at Bothwell or is they, that they are playing not too sure where they're playing mm. not too sure ok West and Clydesdale West oh. bogey's team West. I think do you think what makes you well, say West Richie's not playing. For yeah, well, he's still got his, his pinky sort. So who's the other? Who's the other? I think that I think this is what I was going to say when we were talking about how how good a player is because he's he's one of the players in the league now who, like on his own, just changes a team and changes every game that he's involved in because he's got the potential to get 130 and also to do you know I mean bowl 10 overs two for mm-hmm. 30 and, but if he's not in, they just they've just not got. He can, he can, he's the locus point for the whole team. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. They'll get uh, Barber. I thought he got a sixty odd in, in one of the Paddy, games. Yeah. Uh, so Paddy he's going to have to start yeah. firing. Um, and then Angus again but needs broad shoulders. And yeah, exactly. And it's a lot to take on. Yeah, a lot to take on. At what Angus is still only what seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. And if you've got Barrington with you, and that's your three and four, then I'm backing you to score an awful lot of runs. Uh-huh. But I think the multiplier, the sort of propping up of a guy like Bennington beside you, it's kind of like we spoke about with Paul getting the professional in. Yeah. It makes such a difference and, in how people approach their own. I think if, if West get into a situation where they beat Clydesdale, I think that that will give them a lot of belief and self-confidence because they've, they've come up against one of the, the... The better teams. The better ranking teams, I would say. Um, and I think last year, like you say, Clydesdale is... For so long, being West Bogey team, do you know what I mean? When mm. I came, I'm sure it was the same. I mean, when you were a junior here, but when you play played Clydesdale, it was a big deal, even from when you were 12 years old. We hated and that, them. Yeah, and that mm. just filtered down. Mm. I don't know, but it also contributed to I don't know how many losses against them because people started going absolutely wild about a game of under 15s cricket, and that's been it throughout the whole club. But last year, I think we beat them in certainly beat them in the game over at their place. And we should have beaten them. Should here. have beaten them here. Beaten them a couple of times. I think that was rain affected, and we got yeah. DL Duckward Lewis out. But I think that win at the end of last season just possibly change, changes a little bit of that sort of who do almost about yeah. 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 See, we had when we used to go up against teams like West. Uh, there was a good few th- a, day, a good few teams. Even Trumps at that time. You had mm-hmm. Zahir. They had us and they had a good few players playing for them. Kelty, um, Clark. But see, as I said in youth. And the young, we used to hate a couple of clubs. We had this thing against them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not that we, it was like off the field when you're playing against with each other for Scotland. It was okay. Uh-huh. but when you're playing against <laughs> yeah. each other, it was like listen. And I used to that used to carry on from them. But yep, when they used to play their first team, 
mm-hmm. against Williamson. They had well, Stanger. Stanger. Well, they had Ziggy. Ziggy. Stanger. Williamson. Yeah. Uh, you should have said. You can hear the abuse from the side. Oh, well, I remember, I, I remember <laughs> being here for games when I was about 15 or something, or possibly even younger than that, and Williamson was playing and stuff. And exactly, you could hear him. If he nicked somebody off and it wasn't given, you could hear him from the clubhouse. You used <laughs> to have, you know, without a joke, you used to have him winding every player up. <laughs> That was coming in. <laughs> Putting his loyal, lawyer's degree to the yeah. test. <laughs> Every switch. Oh. Right, let's move but, on. <laughs> but I think, I think it's a, that's another really good one for just marker of where the, where those two teams are in the league. But also I think of, like you said, Minnie, having Rory come in for West has been a really huge lift. And I yeah. think, yeah. I think for. I mean, you've got two other good pace bowlers but in Gav and Dave, but that's somebody to spur both of them on because mm-hmm. it's somebody you're trying to impress, somebody you're trying to take the new ball off of or keep the new ball off yes. from. I think I think West will win that one. You see, West's problem has never been bowling. Never, no. ever. Since 1987 <laughs> when I started mm-hmm. playing, you had Snoddy, you had Monty, you had Gilks, you had Colin Mayer. Mm-hmm. It was just like, who's going to throw the ball? You're going to throw the ball yep. to next. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. never a problem. The problem was always if Christ, we're going to have to chase down 230. Yeah. And there was an over reliance, as far as I'm concerned, an over reliance on the pro and the, the amateur. Um, yep. You know, if you look back to the records, <coughs> yep. pro amateur, pro amateur, you know, and, and then you yep. had Dougie coming in, you had Docs coming in. Um, yep, but there wasn't. I just my concern is that we need three guys who are going to score three hundred, and guaranteed three hundred runs yep. a season, and that's. And I still think that we need some three guys to score three hundred runs a season, to just for me to say, listen, I think we've got enough to turn over Addy. And yeah, and I think that's where there's probably quite a lot of pressure on Youngie, is that he's he's got for me got to be the leader of the batting for them. yeah. Well, he's good enough. Absolutely, yeah. No, no. It's not putting pressure on him that he can't can't handle. It's just, yeah. That's that's where the. I yeah, think that's where a, it starts. For he me. Is, uh, as being one of your main main players, you have oh, every club has your main, couple of main guys that are actually that's the way it's turned out to be. Mm-hmm. You have your few main guys that people yep. work around. Mm-hmm. All your team work works yep. around. I think the biggest thing about that is that see the guys that are actually working around those players, mm-hmm. the players themselves don't take no pressure off it. Mm-hmm. For them, it's just like the way I've always played club cricket um, is that I've always played it firstly to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing. Um, that's sometimes when you're when you're getting paid or you've played played a, played a certain way where you've actually had got paid. Yep. Like uh, playing for Scotland it always comes a bit a of enjoyment. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I think the main thing is it's that when you, once you're in this, enjoy it. Get out there, no pressure at all. Just work on your just work on your own guns. What you're yep. good at. And just go out and play. Yep. And I think most of the time when other teams see that that you're there, you hit that ball, even that defence. When you see that positivity in his approach, they kind of tend to. Yep. Back away and they're like, okay, we need to get this guy. Yep. You know, and that's the way the pressure kind of goes back on them mm-hmm. when you're playing. Absolutely. And I think I'm sure Youngie will do that against them. Sterling Pollock. Up at Sterling. Mm, that's quite a tough one. I think Pollock. I think. For me, Pollock is uh, is full of youngsters. It's mm-hmm. a great, great. I think what uh, Keith is doing with them, and what he's trying to approach with them, and the way the direction he's trying to take with them, uh-huh. is actually pretty good. Yeah. I think he's not looked for <coughs> getting the next player or that player or get this guy and getting that. I think he's just went young team. Whoever wants to come in, let's let's oh, play. We'll mould a young team, we'll from, a there. Young team mm-hmm. from there. 
And if you notice, I don't know about Pollock, but in the past five years or six years from what I've been seeing, but Pollock, there's been a lot of ins and outs. Well, that's a fair point. I think, mm-hmm. I think yep. they lost I think, a number of players. I think at one point they lost about six, seven players. Yeah. You know, like, and that was all the youngsters and some of the old guys together, whatever the reason was, don't know. But I think the biggest the biggest thing for all club teams is to keep the players or the core of players together mm-hmm. as much as possible. I agree with that. I think you do have to have a strong core, but mm-hmm. it's difficult to keep that strong core unless you're winning. Yep. Because then that's when it can start to fracture. I think nowadays the youth is not... Uh, they don't like losing... They don't like. Uh, I think that thick skin's gone a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when things are not going our way, we spit our dummy and okay, I'm about to join another club. <laughs> that's the reason. Um, I think we. As if that's going to be any better. Well, listen, no. son, just go look at your technique. Technique. You know, <laughs> there you work go. Work out why the hell you're bowling wides down the leg side. Because uh, yes. they're going to get called every. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Oh. Same, same rules for yeah. the league. And I think. We're not that. We, we've lost a bit of that. I think uh, nowadays. Is well, that being able to maybe take a little bit of constructive criticism? Yes, we don't like it. We don't like constructive. You see, the thing I was always talk about. I was told about advice was that you have to listen to the advice, and generally, when the younger you are, generally, because you didn't have a background knowledge, you generally just followed that advice because it was from somebody who you maybe respected, yep. etc. But as you got older and you got more of an understanding of your game, etc., I still think that it is still so important to take on the advice and then disseminate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, never. If somebody's prepared to offer you advice, you should never ever shut them down. Listen to the advice yep. and then see is that somehow that piece of advice is that something that can improve my game. Mm-hmm. Now you take a kid aside now mm-hmm. and you try and tell them that advice. He knows better. He knows better. I totally agree with that. I think uh, nowadays it's. Um, I think we spoke we spoke about this a wee while ago. We were talking about the fact that you need to have this thing inside you to become a player, to become a certain uh, type of player. You need to have a bit a bit about you. Well, we talked about that thing about some somebody's confidence is another person's arrogance. Yes, mm-hmm. you it's know, a very fine line. Yep. But it's that is so annoying when a person's not really achieved nothing in his life and he's got that. Yeah, you get what I mean. That yeah, yeah, frustrates yeah, yeah, you yeah, even yeah, more. Yeah. Because yeah. then when you're saying then you've been to you've been to places you you've seen certain certain cricketers and you when you see you come across a young fellow like that and you feel as though the guy's got talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But you know he's not going to get anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know you can see that with a snap of your finger. I think with a lot of them, um, I think that's where they go wrong. I think criticism's a huge thing. It's good to have. You know, yeah. it's good to know where you are. Um, but I, I think you have to have. A huge work ethic. I mean, mm-hmm. I think in anything in life, you can get, you can become successful if you've got an enormous work ethic and a resilience. I mm-hmm. think two yes. things: resilience and work ethic. Yep. You know, talent. There's there's enough people there who aren't the best at something, but they've become the best at something. Yep. Just through resilience. Social and, media. And talent. Social mm-hmm. media is a big big one for it. Now, like we, if you use social media for the positive, what is the secret nowadays? You know what I mean? I never knew how Don Bradman trained. Why? Because I never had social media. Yeah. But yeah. I know how ABW will train. I know how Virat Kohli will train because mm-hmm. it's there. Mm-hmm. So now it's not about talent. Now it's about your hard work. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you know how the greats do it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You've just got to get out there and... There's no more secrets. There's yeah. no more secrets. Yeah. The social media... No, I'm there. keeping some of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us some of your secrets. <laughs> off air, Johnny. Off air. <laughs> I've not told you whether they're cricket secrets or sort of <laughs> general I, life secrets. I no doubt that they were nothing to do with cricket whatsoever. I need to guess that. You need to let me know about them as well. I like... <laughs> What's that? To win for the three yeah, of us. I think yeah. so. I think so. Craig in good yeah. form after his knock here. Yeah, he pro, well. yeah, he played pro very well. Yeah, two twenty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he played very well. Yeah. Pro in the team now. Took it away. Yep. Um, yeah, and then finally we've well. got Adi Greenock. Adi. Adi. Greenock. Mitchell was a bit more, I think, positive about Greenock's chances for the season than I think we've probably been la- yep. when we spoke to him last yep. week. But Did, I, there's only so far. There's only so far. That, you can have a guy, like we were saying about Bennington bolstering Clydesdale, but that goes having other quality players in the team to work around them. I just don't think Greenock have got enough around the professional mm-hmm. to... That's another club that's been struggling, eh? Yeah, they well. I mean, everybody's saying they did well to stay up last year, and again, I think they're going to have to start putting some W's in the column yep. to make sure that they don't suffer a, a similar fate yep. where they've got... Yeah, we're in the same boat winning. as well. We're in the same boat as well as East Kilbride. Yeah. To get yeah. a few W's on the bed. But I think we've got a, a decent enough core to actually go and us, upset a few people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. upset a few teams. As long as the police. Well, the is thing there. is, the thing is, from you guys, you don't have that baggage. Mm-hmm. You don't have that baggage where you've been rolled a couple of times and you're starting thinking, mm, and no. then the confidence starting to, to wane in your in your lower, mo- lower yep. order. Um that's a difficult thing a difficult thing to deal with and they stay. I mean they stayed up last year but it wasn't like they st- Greenock but it wasn't like they stayed up with a sort of miraculous run of form at the end of the season there was a bit of a sort of almost scramble to mm-hmm. a scramble to go do you know what I mean to go down as opposed to people really clawing their way back yeah. into it it was that was another quite a successful club back in well huge yeah I remember them at one point they were, well you played there I, I, I played about three games that season <laughs> to be honest with you I, 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 who, I was, who did you play with that was there? the worst was I Blackie don't know. still playing no Blackie wasn't there anymore no. um, when I played there they had uh, Borges alright yeah. Cameron Borges Cameron Borges was there yeah. and I think I've seen him three times and twice was in the Scotland so <laughs> 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 was Wrighty down there Wrighty wasn't there No, they had a complete different Oh, that was that was after the yeah after the whole everyone just left. Uh huh. Uh huh. I think they went. They was going. They were going through that transition. Well, righty, righty was there. <laughs> everyone was there. Stanger was there. Oh, that one point was righty. Watts, Watts was there. Where an Atara? Yeah, where are Atara? Yeah. Sheesh. Uh, did Ryan ever play for them? I was don't know. Don't know. Juddy was. Do you remember? Juddy? Yeah, yeah, Juddy yeah. Played yeah. a good Johnny few Judd, years. He was, yeah, he was close so there. Yeah. they had a. That was another club that went. Yep. To be but honest, again, yeah. I think a club that struggles possibly, maybe not necessarily to attract kids, but to keep the kids, I think, is, mm-hmm. is something. What a beautiful ground as well. Oh, fantastic. A great setup. Yep. Know? A great setup as well. Uh, you, you could call that... An, uh, you ever score any runs there? When I was younger, a few times, I've hardly played there. I yeah. I grew up, to be honest. Yeah, when I was young. Uh, I, I never used to We like lost that. the league against Greenock. We were chasing 120. We were 80 for four. And we got rolled for like a hundred, and that was the end of the game. We had to win that game. Whoever won that game was going to win the league. Oh, and we just nightmare. spat the dummy. It was so who was playing? They so had Duffy was playing. Uh-huh. Uh, Blackie was playing. Duncan Drummond was playing. Buddy Godsman was playing. Godsman. Oh, they were all there. 
Because when yakking away, <laughs> I can imagine oh, that. It's just, it's not <laughs> he isn't. No, but that, that was a team. But that's another club. Hopefully, that we can get uh, if they work hard. If they get the right setup, yeah, they've got the yeah. setup there. They've got everything there. Just need the right people, maybe, or whatever yeah. direction they need to go to get people involved in that club. Yep. Okay. Listen, we've, we've done about the hour, so listen, we've got to wrap this up. I've got some questions here. I'm going to ask you. Okay. Best innings. <coughs> Off batting. Myself. Yeah. Uh, seventy odd against India. For Scotland. Scored Scotland. Yeah. Uh, with Barrow scored a hundred that game, won it. Yeah. Um, it was a few years. Brilliant. First cap. Was, we've remembered that. Leicester. Mm, eventually, mm. Leicester. Leicester. A best catch. Uh, a club cricket Richmond. Um, yeah. It was uh, Gary. Uh, it was Gary's. The left-hander batsman that played for Durham was throwing. Right. Smacked one to win the game. And I one-handed catch. One-handed? Yeah, on the boundary. It's amazing. Best catch? Oh, I mean, I, Four I, might have gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't really remember any of the other catches I've taken other than the one against Kyle Brown a couple I remember that specifically. <laughs> I'll always, always remember that. Biggest influence? Uh, biggest Don't influence. say hip-hop. Biggest? <laughs> um, biggest influence, my dad. Yeah. Yeah. Muscle. Got you into the game. Got me into the game. I mean, helped me in every aspect of it as well. I tell you, he liked to throw down. I loved Jeez, it. <laughs> he was down the bottom end of the ground there. And I tell you what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> every bloody day. You should have came Muneeb's to the back old garden. man was there. <laughs> and then when Muneeb's old man's arm was no more, uh -huh. he got flipping Arnie to do it. And then <laughs> Corey Richards. Yeah, just whoever you know, was. Oh, it's just. Uh -huh. I yeah. used to be sleeping playing well I saw I saw Andrew Mead getting the same <laughs> the same treatment well, as it yeah. see yeah. but you tell me one thing right that you talk about any sportsman in the world what do they have in common they train all it's the time yeah. it's hard work that's yeah. it you know what I mean mm -hmm. a best Scottish batsman oh there's few for me right now no no no, no. we'll see growing up Growing up? Yeah, when you came into the Scotland setup. When I first came to the Scotland setup, uh, my best. Uh, growing up, Drew Parsons. Parsons? I wow. love Drew, wow. man. I thought he batted like a dream. Yeah. Yeah, left hander. Presswick? Yeah. And he used to bowl a bit as well. Yeah. <coughs> he used to bowl a bit as well. Um, what happened to him? I've not got a clue. I don't know where he went. Well, I remember playing. I remember him at the uh, in a couple of the nets up uh, down south. When troops, they, they called him. Is troops, that right? Yeah, it. troops. Drippy. Troops. They used to call him. Um, he used to basic black bat like drip him in. Right. <laughs> he used to be just in a sleep. Uh -huh. Oh, he used to be in a dream. He used to hit the ball so nice. He was one of my favourite. That's to go and yeah. well, to first he was like see when I played for Scotland I yep. hardly knew nothing about well, you were the players 16, I was so six I never yeah. knew who Bod was I never uh -huh. knew who uh, a lot of the players at that point uh, and of the only guy that I was there with it was right in a room with right right annoyed them all now <laughs> until he got me at the bunk outside <laughs> he's like out the room now <laughs> I need some sleep Aye. go to bed <laughs> oh, yeah. favorite union ground. West? Yeah. yeah. Good point. Fair point. Um, bowling or batting, what do you enjoy most? Uh, I, I go through phases. Yeah? At the moment? Like, at the moment, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying bowling a lot. Right yeah. yeah? Yeah. I'm enjoying bowling. Chris? Fielding. <laughs> nah, batting. Yeah. I hate bowling. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it right now. Fielding's a pain. Nah, you get to talk while you're fielding, though. Oh, I know. You were talking about this last time, see, in fielding, you only need to be switched on for about three seconds. Yeah, and then you just talk. Then, you're, yeah. then you can be in your own world. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is what I don't get, though. It never ceases to amaze me is when you go out to the field and there's people who spend 50 overs almost in, in silence, not having a laugh with the people. Like, uh-huh. Why are you here, then? Yeah. It's, I don't know why. I find that strange as well. Yeah. A lot of them are not fit, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> They're just standing and going, yeah, you've, got to have some, you've got to have some banter. Yeah, yeah. you have to. And, and then 15 seconds, Exactly, on, that's you. And then you're off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and would you have liked to have done anything differently? And if so, what would you have done? Differently? Yeah. Uh, a couple of things, actually. I've trained a lot smarter. Right. Uh, been a lot more, uh, had a lot more self-belief uh, in the process of, uh, and what I mean by self-belief is that all through training as well, and what I'm doing and everything that I'm doing, um, it's, it's there for a reason. Yeah. That's the only thing, to be honest. I've, I've enjoyed my career um, to what it is. Uh, well, you're only 33, <laughs> so you've you got another 17, 18 well, years if you've played long No. Well, <laughs> the way you came out in that T20 last <laughs> other week, oh my god. At first, I thought it was a wee kid underneath that helmet. <laughs> I was like, who's this? Johnny! <laughs> yeah, well, we suffered for that on Sunday. I can tell you that. I couldn't bloody move for two days. That's <laughs> right, that first um, long sweep. You're only 33, for God's sake. You've got another. 33 years? Four, <laughs> four years, five years. I do, I think, uh, as I said, man, I, I, the time that I've taken out now from cricket uh, is going to be a bit more about myself. Mm-hmm. And then once I get all that into gear, we'll see where we are. Yeah. yeah. Good. We'll Good. see where we are. And well, there's a lot to give back to the sport, to be yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that is not, it's not cricketing like, more in coaching-wise and stuff, mm-hmm. hopefully. Yeah. So we we'll see where that goes as well. Brilliant. Definitely. Brilliant. Chris? Anything to add before we knock it in the head? I don't think so. I think we've probably kept people for kept people for long enough. For sure. So Saturday comes and goes. Who's top of the league? Let me think. I think there's probably still a couple of teams in 100% records. Yeah. Yes. I think potentially actually three still. Yeah. Well, one of Wester Clydesdale comes out of it with 100% record. Yeah. Prestwick and Uddingston. Yeah, so... The four comes down to three. Yep, absolutely. Brilliant. Well, if we get any play at all. Well, listen, thanks very much, <laughs> thanks very much for listening. I um, hope you've enjoyed that one. You will have seen on the Twitters that we're trying to put some T-shirts together. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to get those T-shirts out. I don't know how much they're going to go for, but what we're going to do is we're going to raise some money for charity. So what we'll do is we'll tell you a little bit more about that next week as to which charity we're going to be donating the money to and uh, we'll see what these T-shirts are like. So, listen, thanks very much for coming on board. Thank you. Thank you. All right, that's another one in the can, another one consigned to the annals of out-the-shoe history. That's week five, done and dusted. Pretty disappointing, wasn't it? No cricket. There's nothing worse than having no cricket and then you're ending up sitting around the club rooms and the dressing rooms just doing nothing, waiting for the game to be cancelled. Hopefully, 
there's going to be a bit of a drier spell on Friday. I'm recording this on Thursday and it's still bucketing down. <clears throat> it seems to have been bucketing down all flipping week and it's going to make for some dicey batting surfaces undoubtedly on Saturday. So I'm not expecting that we're going to be getting too many 200 scores, but let's just see great games coming up. Obviously West against Clydesdale is probably the, the pick of the bunch. Another 100% records is, is potentially, if they get played, of course, is going to bite the dust. I mentioned at the start that if you wanted to come on for a chat or if you've got any comments, good, bad or indifference, we, we must be doing stuff well. Uh, we must be doing stuff that we're not doing so well. So it'd be great to hear about that because, you know what, we want to try and improve. We want to try and increase the listenership and if we're not doing something correct or you'd like to hear something or you'd want to listen to somebody then just drop me something on Twitter PM me there or PM me on Facebook more than happy to have a chat at the back end of the Facebook live stuff you will have heard that we're um, going to be producing some t-shirts I've heard from the manufacturers it looks as if the t-shirts are going to be in by the end of the week so we're going to be raising some money for charity uh, a great cause a little bit more about that probably in the next show but keep your eyes peeled on that one and if you want a brand new red out the shoe t-shirt then they're for sale for sure so listen, let's hope for some dry weather over the next couple of days so we can keep nudging and nerdling. You've been listening to Out the Shoe, sometimes right, sometimes wrong, but always certain.